it's not the same as in the past with a tape recorder. Why not? It, well, it isn't. You don't hear that click and watch the tape going round. I, I didn't say that. I said press the red button. <laughs> well, then I've... my Ash has the red record button from ye old days. <laughs> to make it idiot proof. Yeah, basically. Well, I, I have pressed the big red button. So it's official. I'm recording. Hooray. <laughs> Official, it's Bringo Hurty intro. It is. Are we calling it episode one or podcast one or? Um, yeah, let's call it podcast one. That makes sense in a way. No, let's call it audiobook one, just to confuse people. <laughs> Super Happy Fun Magazine one, as read by Stephen Fry. Yeah, where is that? Get some hits. <laughs> I'm sure he's around here somewhere. If we just shout his name enough. Norfolk. He lives where? Norfolk. Oh. The place that's the legally weird place that's in England. Because everyone's I'm, sort of a bit strange. I'm fairly certain that the, they're all inbred or something there. <laughs> well, that's the place where he's famously said um, in all the hospitals and whatnot they have, uh, what is it? NFN, which is normal for Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he stated that anyway so now we need to talk about what we're doing here in general other than just blathering other than like basically talking to a TV screen then basically <laughs> which you're talking all... to a TV screen? yeah I, I'm sitting talking at the TV um, just well I suppose yeah I'm staring at my TV while talking as well although that's because I'm playing a console ah what are you playing? Dynasty Warriors 7. Oh. I'm trying to get it out of the way before next week. <laughs> you talk about it like it's a chore. I'm at the stage where it now is a chore to get all the achievements. I mean, I remember playing some of the older ones and they were um, a bit repetitive, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, it does. Once you've stopped playing with all the characters you like and you just have to get all the skills for everyone else. There's 62 characters in this one. <laughs> 62? Mm-hmm. Have, they all, have they all got those sort of weird... Chinese names. I don't mean that in a yeah. bad way. I just mean that they're all sort Obviously of similar. They did. It's based on a Chinese um, famous history historical story, the but Three Kingdoms. How many famous historical stories do they have? Well, that's the main one. And actually, this is the most historically correct one because characters die where they should do and the actors have clearly been taught how to pronounce Chinese names because they're all pronounced properly now. And there's no like flying Gundams going about either. Oh no, it's still over the top though, obviously the fighting. I mean <laughs> you've got people like breaking open the ground and jumping into the air. But no no big stompy robots then. Um no. There's no. siege equipment that couldn't possibly have existed at that time. Right. Like um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called the Juggernaut actually. It's like a mobile flamethrower rocket firing tank. <laughs> a rocket firing tank in Well, uh... it fires cannonballs but they're on fire. Oh. A character speaking to me says, Hey you, you're joining me right now, let's go. The two choices are sure and no thanks. 
one of them will increase my bond with him. The other one will make him not like me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with sure. Excellent. It's time to realize my ambition. Go ha ha ha. There we go. That was the right one. <laughs> it's it. It doesn't sound particularly interesting. It isn't really. It's just a weird addiction from when I was younger. I mean, like, I, I, I definitely played one of them with you in the past. I, I mm. can't remember which. Um, it might have been Samurai Warriors. I'm not sure. But no, it would have been one of the earlier ones than that. Um, it's. I mean, they're, they're, I suppose they're fun for hack and slashing. So. Maybe it would pick me up typing right now. I'm, I'm telling someone... No, speaking. it's not picking up any of your typing or any of that oh. nonsense. And well, I'm telling them, actually, I'm recording a podcast that's going amazingly well. <laughs> it's going amazingly well. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't said what we're doing. No. <laughs> not that much. Well, right now, we're having a podcast. Yeah, we should yeah. just put off stating what we're going to do for the whole thing. Exactly. Cause... And just randomly talk about everything. Yeah. Well, okay. So some some sense of um, of uh, format, I suppose, might be in order. What are we playing? Well, you're playing Dynasty um, Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> we've covered Already that. Um, Retribution, Dawn of War Two. Good game. We technically were playing Portal Two, but we're now finished with that. Yeah. Um, hoping that the DLC comes out soon that you know prolongs the life on it. Lots of fun. And the videos of it are currently going up to YouTube. Yep, they're on Flick's channel. I wish I picked an easier name to read out now for when I can <laughs> plug it on things like this. My it is just Flick, but then it's FFXI on the end, which was for Final Fantasy XI, because I originally made the channel only to do Final Fantasy XI stuff. That was and a long rant. If I change it, I would. <laughs> Oh, you can't you can't change the names, can you? On it, I think you can actually ask YouTube direct, directly, but they would only bother if you had thousands and thousands of people. All right, things like that. Um, I, I I'm in the same sort of boat with my email. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to broadcast my email address, but um, you know, I did pick it in what ninety six, ninety seven, or something, early days of Hotmail. Mm. Um, kind of regret it now, but it's so integrated into everything that I use that uh, too much hassle changing it's just well yeah exactly and it's just it's such a long email to to type out whenever I want to (laughs) register for something new I mean I had tried on occasion to you know make a new email address I thought yeah I'll make something what's really good fun is if you have got a complicated email address is having to read it out when you're phoning a call center (laughs) or your bank or something like that which I've had to do on occasion what I've I have a Japanese sounding email. <laughs> it's not any fun <laughs> trying to get them to understand it. I'm a, I'm actually too embarrassed to um to, to to read it out or to write it down or anything. So whenever like whenever I'm in the situation where they ask me, you know, mobile number, home number, email address, I always say I don't have an email address. You liar. For for the last sort of fourteen years I've denied it to the world. <laughs> I think the next time you get asked, you should try and say it to them. Yeah. I won't it, say what it specifically is, but if people are curious, it's a Dragon Ball Z technique. <laughs> it is, yeah. Like, go go figure. Let's see if somebody randomly emails me saying, oh, I figured we'll, it out. We'll be trying kamihamiha at hotmail.com. <laughs> somebody will have that. Some random person. Polar player at hotmail.com. 
somebody might go out there and just randomly spam these email addresses looking for the one, that, eventually. The one that, that I'm using. Um, I doubt it, but that, that would be amusing. Um, I urge you to do it. Somebody out there, do it. <laughs> just just try and randomly they, find it. But what they might find is someone who just runs with it. Say they did type in one, it wasn't yours, but they got in contact with some random guy. <laughs> <laughs> and they just started talking to them. <laughs> oh. I mean, you have to be careful, there's weirdos out there. Yeah, there are. Watch out for them. Especially the ones that use Dragon Ball Z technique names as their bloody email. <laughs> I mean, what on earth were you thinking? I don't know. I was, what, 15, something like that? No, yeah. Yeah, about that, maybe. 14 or something. I can still remember the, the first thing that I ever really did on the internet. And um, you were there, and we looked for the... I was about to masturbate, so I'm glad you put that second bit in there faster than me. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> Actually, I think I can remember as well. It was downloading videos of Final Fantasy VIII, wasn't it? Was, it was, it was, uh, and it took forever. Back in why, did we, why did we bother getting those videos as well? I don't know. Back in the days of 56k. Three hours to get a video of... What was it again? It was, oh, the opening, uh, it was like the opening... The bombing, no, not the bombing mission. That's Final Fantasy VII. Um, it was the, the, the beach assault. I yes, think. yes, yes, yes. Because that was the demo. So it was basically... Yeah, that was it. That was it. And um, we, I'm sure we went into a chat room as well and we were winding people up. Oh, I vaguely remember doing that as well. I regret yes, because you, you chose the name Agent Willie. I did. That was the first <laughs> name I went by on ICQ <laughs> years ago. <laughs> this was before when we were still innocent. Yeah, so yeah. We the were, connotations. We were, still, we were still young. We, were, You know, it's, it's acceptable to... So we'd go into random chat rooms with the name Agent Willie and then be really surprised that so many people would want to talk to us. <laughs> like you said, there's lots of weirdos out there. Yeah, exactly. Even back then. Yes, the internet hasn't really evolved since then. Now, if anything, it's de-evolved. Yeah. There's probably a lot more porn now. People were more literate on the internet back then because they took their time. That's that's true, but I think a lot of that might I think be... think time just... <laughs> <laughs> I think that was before, before it would have been before mobile phones were really around. So, you know, well, didn't once have text were huge. Yeah, and before text talk. Yeah. No. I mean, like, I, I remember when, when that sort of whole thing kicked off and, you know, people saying lol and all that sort of stuff and things that, you know, I'd seen in, in the early days of Counter Strike. Um, in that kind of situation it's okay because if you're playing a game like that where you're you really should be doing other things at the same time shorthand is fine yeah but um, take the time to like reply on YouTube missing out 8 out of 10 consonants that really get on my nerves <laughs> it, it annoys me <laughs> don't too don't want to discourage getting comments but honestly if you use the letter U instead of the word U I hate you go away <laughs> Yes, it's it's one of my pet hits also. <laughs> no hardships typing in two more letters. It's 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 not difficult really, is it? Pass exams. <laughs> you'll you'll be able to do it with TechSpeak in the future, I'm sure. I wonder if somewhere someone has tried to do an exam typing like I'm not typing like that, writing like that. Well you typing just to, see, just to see if they would pass you or fail you automatically. They'd probably fail you. I'm sure there's like part of. I mean, I, I vaguely remember um, 
there was well no, I suppose that doesn't really count a, a dispute with the way that I write sixes and zeros in my maths exam how do you write sixes and zeros well apparently my sixes look like zeros so when you're doing maths that kind of screws things up a little bit so what did they think you were doing it on purpose to be kind of vague in case no they thought that it wasn't clear which one I would I had written down so they couldn't make it obvious what the correct well what the answer I'd written was even if the correct answer involved a six they said that they couldn't tell if it was a six or a zero so you know failed it what happened? Uh, they failed you on it. No, well, they. I was. I had that feedback. Off. I passed maths. I did. Hmm. Um, I did not sit. Um, well, no, I did sit higher maths, and I, <laughs> I dropped it after a day. But um, it was that bad. I did a bit of kind of higher level maths when I was at uni doing computing because you had to take math for one unit as part of the criteria. No, I hated it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you've got a calculator. As long as you can add things up, subtract things, divide a few bits. Oh, don't encourage laziness like that. That's laziness like that that created text talk. Well, no, but why do you need to know pi, for example? 3.14159264. Right, okay. I can't believe you still remember that. You've committed that I to your memory. Re- I, yeah, I still remember years ago. of 47 from when <laughs> I learned them in school. Um, like, I'll do it quickly to prove that I'm not using a calculator. 47 times 47 is 2,209 times another 47 is 103.823 times another one is 4879.681 and then 229.345.007 to the power 10. There you go. I'm so embarrassed for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't doing math, incidentally. That is just being very bored at school and memorizing something. Well, that's that's all that school was. It was just memorizing crap, really, to regurgitate in an exam. Yeah, I mean, were... who needs? I studied math. I mean, who, I'm not math history. Who needs to learn that stuff? Yeah. I try to learn numbers, <laughs> random numbers that you don't ever need. It's yeah. It's I suppose it's one of those things. It's supposed to be like that. That you have the ability to learn, so that when you go to become a a mechanic or or a, a street sweeper or whatever <laughs> that that you. Mechanic. Notoriously, you need to be very intelligent. Yeah, I suppose so. That's a good point. I forgot, I think your uncle's a mechanic or something, isn't he? I shouldn't slag them off. Yeah, sort of like the welding side, not cars. The welding side. Yes, my family business is that kind of thing. I see. Don't Which I have family business. I had talent in at all, so that's why I never followed in those footsteps. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm pretty sure that the, you, know, you, you might get a little bit bored welding things. Yeah, I, I get bored regardless of what I'm doing, really, because my mind wanders. That's why I can't be doing anything that requires a lot of concentration. I see. And, like dealing with welding torches wasn't a safe <laughs> idea. <laughs> I can see it now. I can I can see you daydreaming off with uh, a blowtorch in hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Set fire to the hedge. There goes the house. Now going back to exams for a second, there used to, I remember an urban legend when we were at school together that there was this um, religious education exam slash philosophy and a kid just went in and the only thing he wrote on his paper was why and he passed. <laughs> and I, I think it's probably safe to say that that never happened. Yeah, that, that can't it's be real. An urban legend. If you wrote that, you would fail instantly. Because they would just assume you were being lazy, not being 
sort of existential. Have you seen the um, what is it the the like the genuine exam papers or whatever that that have been posted on the internet in places? People's actual answers. Oh, the ones I remember there being a crackdown on them because. No. It was people's actual answers, like funny answers, where they'd say, like, name five animals that live at the (laughs) the North Pole, and they'd say, like, three penguins and a polar bear or something. And then they'd scribbled out a polar bear and put in two polar bears because they couldn't even count. (laughs) I do remember that kind of thing now, yeah. (laughs) Oh. It's like, find find X, and they they do an arrow. (laughs) (laughs) Here's X. That's a clever answer. They should, they should, the people who do that should pass because that's clever. You should, you should get passed for uh, thinking outside the box. I remember once in a critical writing essay for English, which, by the way, me and a different friend, we just used to rip off the storylines of games for. Um, so in one where I believe I was ripping off Resident Evil One, um, I got criticised in the final marks because the teacher said that it was implausible that. A a set of double doors could be pushed open by a large man. I'm not sure why I remember that, but I I took issue with it because they didn't know what they were talking about. If a large man barges into a huge set of double doors, the double doors will open. <laughs> Wait, they questioned that? <laughs> yeah, because you know, like critical writing, it's not just the quality yeah, of writing, it's the plot and pacing and things. Rewind back a second. You were you were doing a piece and it was sort of loosely ripped off of Resident Evil. Yeah. So you probably had zombies and that sort of thing in there, right? Yeah, pretty much. Me and someone else just always wrote about zombies for those exams. Right, so, so you were writing about zombies and they criticised the fact that a big guy pushed through a set of double doors. Yes, of a mansion, I believe. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I can't get my head around that. <laughs> But you see, we kept getting away with the plagiarism because the teachers had no idea. That's a good point. In the early days. By and large, back there, back then, and we were all very old. And would they have cared still are. some things. Even older now. Obviously. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the one in question actually marked mine was really old. So, yeah, she probably is dead right now. <laughs> That's a lovely thought. Yeah, I'm actually smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that in, in, that's a, in a serious way. <laughs> I meant that in a in a sarcastic way. I didn't. <laughs> Chris, I was in my oh, dear. I wish I could remember her name. In fact, I think I do. I think it was Mrs. Hearn. It was. I, I remember sure. that name. She was well, quite old. Mrs. Hearn, you were wrong. And a grown man can break open a pair of doors if they ram into it. I'm going to put that. I'm going to and put that to they, the test. They should have taken issue with a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> she, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she looked kind of like a zombie, so that's probably why. Why she's like, <laughs> yeah, she looked a bit weird. She, she did. Yes. I'm surprised. That's what I'm really surprised about is they never accused us of cheating off each other. Because me and the other friend roughly used the same games because we're both we well, we both were big fans of the Resident Evil games, so we were both sort of. So it's almost like you're writing the same story each time. Yeah, it's just two of us writing our own version of the same story. So I'm very surprised that we never got accused of cheating off each other.
the assumption that all anime fans are children and thus making me a Piper pedophile is not acceptable. <laughs> well, that, that seems to be what's happened with your channel. I mean, I've only just yes, started. Yes, most of them are young, but most of the folk who bother commenting are, because the older folk don't care. I've only just started my channel, um, Blighty Warrior. Bit of a plug. <laughs> and also a massive flashing light bulb telling me that you've pressed record now. <laughs> Um, I hope but, you didn't press it like 10 seconds ago when I was te- telling you not to call me a paedophile. <laughs> You'll soon <laughs> find the, out. <laughs> the people who follow me on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't really have any any subscribers or anything yet. I mean, it's, it's had early five, days. Five or something. Yeah, there's like five. but um, Not counting me. <laughs> yeah, you're one of them. <laughs> Uh, um, but um, yeah, the the popular videos that you know between well, I say between the pair of us, you know stuff that that you've put up in the past. The ones of the six videos I have. Yeah, the ones that you have um, the most sort of hits on are the Naruto ones or the Dragon Ball Z ones. Yes. Um, so, but there's a mixture of reasons for that. It's not just because of what they are. There was timing and stuff involved. Timing was probably the key thing, and also getting featured on a couple of popular websites. Ah, right, okay. Sane Island and um, Manga Manga Fox, I think it's called. Someone told me they saw my videos on there, and anyway, we have got no idea. But, I mean, this goes back to the earlier discussion about people on YouTube not being able to talk, because they all seem to be the same sort of. You're being internetist. They're not all like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, the I don't. Other to comment largely are, and it's always people who think they're better than you as well, even though they can't pack it up. Send, sending you like challenges and stuff, do they? I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody sends you a a gauntlet or a you know leather glove in the mail. <laughs> they they pretty much do that via the messaging. Asking you. I for are it. so much better than you. Your arse with you obviously just being a you. <laughs> oh, just grates against you, doesn't it? <laughs> it does every single time. Or what's worse is in one video I actually pointed out to a person, please don't use you. Please at least put in those two extra letters. And then a bunch of people jumped in, all just doing you. See, you sort of asked for it a little bit. I did ask like, for <laughs> asking for a bit of decency on the internet is like. Asking for a, a child to drive a motorbike or something. I'd quite like to see someone, a child, attempt that. <laughs> Ride a motorbike. <laughs> How far do you get before something grievous happens? I can. I, a story. When I was in Egypt um, a couple of years back. Egypt? Yeah, total, total random segue. I went to Egypt a couple of years back to um, Luxor and. This being the first sort of holiday I'd been on since, you know, family holidays to France and stuff. And um, it's, you know, it's a completely different planet from Scotland, obviously. But we... No, no, it's the same planet. Uh... Just, let's keep our facts straight here. <laughs> okay, okay. The same planet, different continent. Yes. Um, we were on the bus that was coming from the airport to take us to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And as we got sort of into the... the the main strip in in Luxor, this sort of motorbike slash um, what are those things called? Those uh, uh, mopeds. Moped. Moped. Yeah. That's it. 
um, with about six people on it on one moped, <laughs> drove past the bus. And that, yeah, it had that. Are you doing sure? I had that what the fuck sort of moment. I mean, there was like there was a baby in a in like a basket on the front. The 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 nearest thing that they had to a helmet was like one of those sort of hard hats, a builder's <laughs> helmet. Um, but yeah, there was like six people on on one moped, and they overtook the bus. Surely that can't be legal. No, I don't think they have have the same traffic sort of, laws. No, oh, they definitely don't have the same traffic laws. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing like it over here. Um, mm. It's it's quite crazy, quite crazy. So, what the hell's this um, range of toys for kids all about then? I had the idea that if everybody has a book in them, they probably also have an invention in them. Whether it's a good invention or a bad invention, someone can think up something. And my idea was a range of toys which are a bit cruel. Okay. Um, and the one in particular one I had, do you know those um, secret diaries you can get? The ones that you lock. So like with an actual padlock or like a, a password? With a padlock or a password or I think there was even a voice recognition one. Are they normally yeah. like pink and covered in unicorns? And yeah. The girls. Aimed for girls. And the one I was, I'm thinking of is one aimed at the brother to give to his sister. But the thing is, it has a built-in secret access method, like a hidden switch or <laughs> or a zero 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 password that automa- automatically opens it, so that they can get access whenever they want. That's it's just because of a bit of fun. It's obvious, <laughs> but then at the same time, when you start selling things like that, surely the girls like, wait a minute, you're buying me this, then there's something fishy here. Well, no, you would give it a birthday or Christmas when there's a reason. You wouldn't just randomly yeah. say... See, I just mean like, the fact that it's for sale. I also wouldn't, I wouldn't advertise it as <laughs> secret trapdoor opening diary. <laughs> it would just be a little bit to the side. You you could have that, like... like. I think marketing would be the problem, because how would you tell people without giving it away? Exactly. I mean, the only way you could do it is that you could you could sell it, and then... When whoever it is that, that's, that's bought it has it, you know, there's a piece of card or something attached on the front, and you say like, you know, if you want to give this to someone as a present, with a the ability to hack into it whenever you want, here's how. Because wouldn't that make things more interesting if just randomly you were bored and you decided to go read a diary? Because I mean, if if a person is boring enough to want a diary, it means they're they're an attention seeker anyway, latently. So even though they'll pretend not to like the attention. You might as well give them. <laughs> I can sort of, sort of see the logic there. I've never, never had a diary myself, to be honest. Because otherwise, what's the point? If you write a diary and you're the only one who reads it, what's the point in that? I think you're supposed to go back, you know, years in the future or something and read them, or it's to to let out your emotions and feelings and thoughts of the day or something. Ah, but these days we have first-person shooters for that. Exactly. Mm. That that's it's much more effective. Depending on what your emotions are. <laughs> yeah. There's there's been a uh, there was a piece in the news a while back about um this is getting back onto pedophiles again, but I'm sure there was somebody that was grooming somebody over Xbox Live. Um Yeah. Let's let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, they they got caught anyway, didn't they? Yeah, I think I think it was in America. Everything like that happens in America. I have a boring story to tell you about what happened today. 
Okay. I don't I don't know if it was the same through where you are, but it was absolutely pouring here yes. for about an hour or two, like really, really pouring. Yeah, I didn't go that, outside. That was typically when I had to go to work, <laughs> and I walk. And on the way down, I was in the soaking soaking wet rain, and I was crossing the road, and I just happened to look down, and between the end of the curb and a bit of wood, I saw a soaking, crumpled up £10 note. So as I was passing, I took it. Yeah, obviously. Because it was the middle of nowhere, there was no one around, it clearly had been there, and if I'd left it, it would have centigrade because of the rain. Right. And um, I was curious what your opinion is on finding things like that, because I remember once when I was young, some friends and I found a £5 note outside someone's house once, and we took it to the door to ask if they'd dropped it. Like I was that much of a goody two shot. Ob- obviously, they, obviously they said yes. No, they didn't. They said they didn't know and what? that we should just spend it. So we took it to a sweet shop and spent it. <laughs> they didn't say that? that. Oh. They were also obviously morally good. But if, if it was something like, say, a set of keys or a ring or you know something with value, I would take that to the police station. Or a no. note that you can't prove. What about a dildo? Why was that from its way to the curb? <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine if you had taken a £10 note or any value of money to the police station, especially in the area I found it, because I go through like some really chavy areas on the way to work. <laughs> like, and I, I hate like leaving my iPhone headphones out when I walk through those areas because I just feel I'm going to get mugged one day. Ah, so you make sure that you've got like all five senses. Or not, yeah. senses eight senses, however many senses that you have. Just yeah, sure. um, that's the, base, the basic gist of my story. I found £10 on the way to work today. You found £10 on the way to work and you want I, to know whether or not I would steal it as well. I want anyone out there has lost a £10 note in, in the local <laughs> area. If you'd like to claim it, tough shit. <laughs> yeah, actually tough shit because I spent it. No, I, I I would probably say I'd do the same thing, um, especially given you know those circumstances where you know if it's chocolate... ask, can you describe the ten pound note? <laughs> <laughs> this queen you say was on it. What what does she look like? <laughs> if the chap's really smart. They pull out a two p and point at it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I I. I would definitely, definitely take it in that circumstance. I mean, perhaps if I saw somebody drop it, it would be different. If I, if I knew for definite, like if I mm. watched somebody actually drop it, like yeah, exactly, work yeah. told me, told me once that um, they'd been to a, a cash machine, and they, you know there was a queue and everything, and they they'd gone to take money out, and for whatever reason they took their card, they took their receipt or or something, but they left the money in the machine. And, uh-huh. When they realized this after walking away, you know, there were people that were a- actually queuing at the machine and stuff. And they, they realized this sort of five, ten minutes later and um, went back. Um, and obviously, you know, there was no money there. But the next person behind them at the machine could have easily gone, oh, there's money there and, and handed it back to them. Would, but they would, didn't. Yeah, they, right. they didn't. They didn't. So they would, didn't. would you? Yes. Yeah, because, you know, you, you've seen the person that's left it behind. How much was it exactly? I mean, no, they, they didn't disclose they didn't that. But, okay. but they just said that you know, well, you know, it's going to be at least a tenner, isn't it? So. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to start wrapping things up here because we've been talking for like half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> of just random rubbish, 
really. Absolute rubbish. We had a we 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 track or two. Yeah, we <laughs> we had um had intended to to maybe a rough idea of what we wanted to do and basically covered about half of it. Well, that's maybe a bit of an <laughs> overestimate. Yeah. Oh, okay then. Well, future projects between this podcast and the next. Uh, so, what's happening between uh, Minecraft? We've got Minecraft videos yes. coming up on my channel. Um, going through some more interesting adventure maps. Um, we've taken quite a break from from Minecraft for a while with other uh, pieces. Can you remember what the maps are called that we're doing? Uh, the first one is called um, the Sea of Flame. I think. Yes, I think so. I'm actually quickly trying to find the form thread so we can <laughs> plug the correct guy. Can do the do the correct um, list. Vex. Vex is his name, and Vex. he does the. He calls them the super hostile collection. <laughs> he's <laughs> not fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Um, yeah, that's 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 pretty good. Pretty good fun. Um, so then that's more Portal 2 videos will be going up on mine. I reckon will probably be just over 20 odd to finish. 20 videos. That's not not bad for the the co-op game considering they're exactly the same as Castle Crashers. Yeah. If it if it does end up being a solid 20. Oh well, that's nice and even. Yes, I like it when things are symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> like your houses in Minecraft, everything has that, to be in have to be because otherwise it's wrong. You've got that. OCD, ACD, DCD. yeah, it's OCD, a minor case of OCD when it comes to <laughs> building houses or things like that. It's probably and at just the time oh, you go this, to the... we're, at, we're up to part fifteen. Right. Okay. And you've what, finished rendering one part of the the Minecraft thing that we yeah, did last. Yeah, I've, I've only finished doing that today, so. Uh... So just died over and over and over. <laughs> I'm skipping a lot of the deaths. Yeah, edit out all the constant death. There were quite a few. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopefully um, we'll get another podcast up. I think we're not having any kind of time frame on this. I don't know. What, what, what do you think? About once every two weeks? I, I reckon reality will be at least double the estimate that we give. So if we say every month, it's going to be like every three months, probably. Right. So so if we say every two weeks, it'll be like once a month. Yeah. It's finding. Yeah, it's every two weeks. Totally, totally is. Yeah, keeping okay. in mind what was just said, because <laughs> we're all busy. Busy, busy, doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. So I, I remembered that through this whole thing that we just sat and recorded over an hour or whatever that I never plugged the website I write for a, a single time, which isn't very good. <laughs> well, and I still haven't. I'm still dancing around the subject. Yeah. Who is it? It is criticalgamer.co.uk. <laughs> they do actually have their own podcast, uh, which I have not been on yet because there's only been one, and it Wasn't was it? last year. <laughs> there will be more eventually. We'll there's just force them to do it. Things to taking priority, getting ready for E3 and Eurogamer. So you are you getting like any sort of like real involvement in? In that, obviously, they're not. They're probably. Well, I say, obviously, are they going to ship you over for E3? We have we have uh, placements for E3. Ah, get there ourselves. Oh, you don't like flying? Yeah, do you? I don't fly. No, no. 
So you I, can I, swim? Literally, I don't fly. Is that <laughs> but, now? You may... <laughs> but also, I do not go on planes. At all? No. Oh. I don't have a fear of flying. I have a fear of falling. So, could you go on a plane before it takes off, then? I probably could, yeah, as long as it wasn't going to take off. <laughs> but also, yeah, Eurogamer, I'm, I don't know. Again, work and things probably won't get the time for that, but there is a placement for that if I did manage to free up the time. Oh. Well, we'll probably hear some more about that in the future, then. Yes, in the two weeks, inverted commas, <laughs> in another podcast we'll have more to talk about in relation to that. I think two that... Next podcast is going to start with. So, how was E three? E three then? <laughs> yeah, I guarantee it. 